Hello everyone, it's Ben here from Wolford Weekly. Um, I'm here with a sad message that this is the end of EastEnders for now. Series, the final. Series one. It is. Finished and ended. And also the series final of Wolford Weekly. <laughs> it's the for series, now. Series one, Wolford Weekly final. It is. Had a good three years without a break. Almost three years. Yeah. We, shouldn't, we, should, we shouldn't lie. <laughs> Let's not lie, start lying now. But yes, the last episode of EastEnders we've yeah. had. And of course, the final Duff Duff was Sharon. So that's good. Uh, which, yes, which is a bit of a spoiler of what we'll be talking about later. Oh, I don't care. But if you're fine. listening to the podcast, you've watched the show. So it's not, not necessarily. They might oh. come here for the summing up well, that's and stay summer. for the stay for the theories. <laughs> I mean, before we start talking about the week... Especially Billy and M- Mitch. Mm. Ugh. Let's just spend a few minutes talking about Sharon. Okay. Just that last scene when she was up against that bar. <laughs> Hang on. Did we watch a different show? <laughs> Did you put a DVD on them? Yeah, but Letitia Dean, she knew what she was doing there. Mm-hmm. She had one arm on the pump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One hand on the sofa. No, I'm not. Be- I'm being serious here. <laughs> okay, sorry. It was um, very iconic the way the makeup people knew what they were doing, the hair people knew what they were doing, and Letitia Dean knew exactly what she was doing there. Just that. That's just that shot of her behind that bar, and her hair was done very 2005 Sharon. Mm-hmm. The makeup, it was like new makeup. Yeah, you have not seen Sharon with that look in a while. No, and it's all it's the iconic Sharon, look, like the mm. raised eyebrow, like the Sharon Watts. Yeah, the Sharon Watts, what the red lip. It. It's a bit like the. Ray Rachel from Friends. That, yeah. That's the Sharon Watts. Yeah, so any ladies out there who... Or men. <laughs> Me. Who, who, we don't discriminate. Who want to go to the salon and want to look like Sharon, you ask for the Sharon Watts. Mm. Not for the Mitchell, the Sharon Watts, <laughs> 2005. So um, that was very good. I mean, the week, it was fine. I mean, we ended EastEnders on a filler storyline of Mitch, Billy and Karen, mm. which isn't the best outcome. But that last 20 seconds was good. Also, I just wanted to spend a few minutes focusing on Sharon. That's you could have a minute silence focusing on Sharon. At the no. End. Okay. Um, dead hair. <laughs> um, also, um, did you notice that Sharon repeated her line when it was the shock return of Sharon when she bought the pub off? Yes. Hello, Phil. Instead yeah, of hello, hello Peggy. Peggy. Yeah. She didn't say, thought you wouldn't see me here. But that might have no. been a bit too on the nose, even for EastEnders. Well, you say that, but then they did the divorce papers with Mick and Linda, didn't they? Yeah, it was, was like the series final or something this whole yeah, year. Yeah, you're right. It's like they, they, they kind of knew this is kind of ending mm. here because they're rehashing all the, the greatest hits. Mm, and I still, I, still, I still believe that that was edited to end at that point when originally the ending wasn't that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So I, I still believe that they, they chopped together clips. So it, it deliberately made that the ending. Into one episode. So the so the editors, I think applauding the editors and, you know, the runners or whoever, whoever organised an episode, they deserve a bit of praise there because they did that. There was purpose to that being yeah, the ending. Yeah, because like the whole say. thing of Phil wanting to buy it and mm. suddenly he was moving in Ben and Callum. It was all yeah. a bit like, what this was all a bit quick about 10 minutes yeah sum up so i think that probably would have been stretched over a, f- a few more episodes maybe i agree because I, th- I think the reason why i think that is the ben collapsing story again i'm spoiling you might as well not listen to the rest of the podcast we might as well just end it here <laughs> but when ben collapsed i thought that 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 seemed to go really quickly it's like it seemed to be missing scenes with mm. jay and ben in between them leaving to go to the hospital to then them coming back from the hospital yeah and also scenes after that so for me i think yeah i don't think that was ever meant to end on sharon like that but it did but it did and it was fine. Um, but that was my high point of the week. I thought I'd get that out in the, right th- in the beginning. This week has to, for me, has been a real... They finally found... <laughs> yeah, no. they, they've only got to grips with the two-episode-a-week two structure. 
this week. It's really, and it, and it's it's a shame that this was the week that they're now on a hiatus mm. for three, well, two three months. So it's a shame, really. I wish there was more that they could now prove themselves with. Well, they can. They got a little break, and they'll they'll come back fighting, just but, like us. Yes, we will. Hopefully. <laughs> um, so we're talking about the episodes, the last episodes that were broadcast between the fifteenth and the sixteenth of June, and I am joined for the last time. By Alex. No need to roll your eyes. <laughs> I didn't. I was fist pumping the air. <laughs> um, and I'm the host, Ben, for anyone who needs to know. I did roll my eyes. Good. It made a visual sound. <laughs> so we're going to start off with the Grain Chantel storyline, because the kiss from last week is um, rearing its ugly head. Mm. Surprisingly, Grey told Chantel straight away. Yeah, well, I think he's, he's always... What a nice bloke he is. Right, no, I think it's more <laughs> the fact that he always he practices what he preaches. Don't lie. You never lie. If we keep secrets from each other, you know, our relationship is destroyed. It's just that his punishment is much worse than what Chantel's punishment is. Because Chantel took it fairly well and almost forgave Whitney for doing it. Almost like, you know, I don't blame you. Mm. You know, well, look at him. She did call her her best friend. Yeah, she she felt betrayed by her best friend, which was a bit sad to hear him say. Also interesting, they're, they're, they're best friends. Like, Chantel is Whitney's best friend. Lauren might have been a bit upset in Australia. <laughs> Lauren don't hearing care. Hearing that. Does she? All Lauren cares about is herself. She's strutted off to Australia looking after all Louis. I doubt Louis being looked after. Louis probably been put in a sandpit somewhere and left. Mm, well, Simon Wicks, probably. Yeah. He's probably having an affair with Simon Wicks now. Yeah. Wouldn't mm, be surprised. He wouldn't. That needs to be a spin-off. The Australian version of EastEnders. Neighbours. With Simon Wicks. Yeah. And yeah, because it's all this car thing and she's trying to convince Grey that she was at the dentist, of course. Well, I think she was at the dentist. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. It's like, he saw it as like, oh yeah, of course you are at the dentist. Yeah, but like, it's like her evidence though was, oh look, it's in my Google diary. And it's like, well, I could just put something in my diary and say, look, this is where I was on this day. Mm. Surely she had a bill or a receipt or yes, why or if she had dentist work, even if it's just a checkup, you don't pay cash for that kind of stuff. Mm. So just get a bank statement from your phone. I mean, there's other ways of proving that you're at the dentist yeah. other than here's my Google <laughs> diary entry. And no doubt Grey has control of her accounts anyway, so he could probably look yeah. at them because he's so weird. I know. I mean, he's made this mistake before where he didn't trust Chantel when Chantel told the truth. And he really went, you know, gave her quite a, you know, a harsh, violent mm. beating. And then he went into the pub and everyone was like, oh, it's Chantel, you know, she's oh, moaning yeah, the Mitch. day. And then he instantly realised he made a mistake. So I think Grey, I know his anger kind of gets the better of him. And once he gets like the red eyes, he's like, he, he's blinkered and can't see anything else in his, you know, any truth in what Chantel says. But I think he needs to start, he needs to calm down. He needs to go back to that therapist. He quit his therapy far too quickly. Well, that's because Chantel said, oh, everything's sorted now. Mm. Don't need to do more therapy. Um, it was really weird, yeah, wasn't it, really when she odd. did that? Because she stopped it because she obviously saw that Grey was in a really vulnerable place. And mm. really, ideally, she needed that would him have helped. to... Yeah, she needed to let him get through that vulnerable place and then they wouldn't be in this difficult situation now. I mean, it's one thing to support your to support your man and I don't know if she stopped it because of him, but she didn't want him to be embarrassed or... But he was he was willing and he was open to do it as well. Yeah, it was weird, wasn't mm. it, they did that and they've not kind of mentioned it since. No. But, um... Gray's got his sights set, set on Kirit, though. Yes. Because he's there to, to basically say Chantel's not working for you anymore because he's very suspicious. But he wasn't there. Well, Only Suki was available. We're not seeing any of the scenes where there's potential that Gray uh, is, again, being 
you know, violent toward Chantel. You're only getting small indicators of it, like when he came down on Tuesday's episode, and you just saw she her was holding of, her stomach. She and was, stuff. yeah, kind of, kind of holding her stomach. Um, to, I suppose, to, but you don't actually see the actual scenes of him doing it. I, I kind of can understand why they're not showing that because I think in the current climate at the moment, it probably wouldn't be incredibly appropriate. Mm. But at the same time, we're not really getting a, a an idea of what exactly Gray is thinking about. Chantel's betrayal if he feels like Chantel was betraying him or not all you got was that scene where she did show him the diamond he said oh you, you think I'm going to believe this mm. but then she calmed him down in that very same scene so has Grey kind of not really taken it out on Chantel yet and now is directing his blame toward Corit I think he has because she was holding her stomach. Yeah, but that was just, that was before she then gave him the, the diary entry so has he now shown further aggression toward her? Yeah or, this is why I find it's a bit it's a bit difficult. I know I understand I do understand the reasons for why they're perhaps not showing the scenes, but at the same time it makes for me it makes it a little bit more difficult to understand what Grey what's happening in Grey's mind at the moment because obviously he feels like he's lost some kind of relationship with Whitney over the court case because of what Whitney had done. Chantel has confronted Whitney, which was something Grey also didn't ask Chantel to do. He kind of said just just forget about it mm. let's just not mention it but she, again Chantel did something against Grey's wishes and Chantel was already doing something against Grey's wishes which is working with Corit. so is he now kind of thinking well I think the source of the matter is Corit, so I'm going to start you know really bugging him mm. well what he's worried about is that Corit is moving in on Chantel and he's going to be able to offer her mm. more than what Grey can I guess but he has Suki to deal with, so... Well, no, no, Suki's quite the adversary <laughs> as well, isn't she? And everyone's working grey out, aren't they? Well, Suki, Suki was the first one to say that um, about a jealous boyfriend, because Grey made a really weird comment about saying that, you know, is there something I need to know about Kurit's business? Because um, obviously I don't want to end up having to tell the police about what he's getting up to, almost accusing his business to being a bit mm. dodgy. And Suki straight away said, oh, no, you know, nothing to worry about, stuff like that. Board. It's, it's all above board. It's more of a jealous boyfriend. I think he needs to worry about or something like that. Mm. And it's like, so Suki instantly got that straight away. But does Suki know the extent of how Grey's jealousy can manifest itself mm. onto Chantel? And also a thing we don't know, we know that Suki's quite a hard, hard-faced woman, but we don't know maybe her husband had beaten her in the past. So maybe she's seen the signs, mm. something like that. But like, she's that, still could, that could be a way of humanizing Suki a bit. Yeah. So that's the one thing that's a bit difficult for Suki at the moment. She's just this super bitch. But we like her as this super bitch. Yeah. That's the thing. But you do need that sort of, that could be an angle that can make you think, oh, actually, okay, she's, hmm. she is, she, she is a real person. Yeah. That could work. She's but, not um, robot Suki. <laughs> but um, he started taking photos of their accounts and the address of their work and things, didn't he? So. Yes. For, 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 I don't know what reasons that is. They, they yeah, focused just on. Just check in on it, I guess. Well, they focused on his balance. When the, the camera was showing the photographs of when Grey was flicking through the paperwork, they focused on the balance sheet. So I wonder if that's something to Maybe there's there's dodgy com- money coming in, mm. and uh, Gray's going to investigate that a bit further. I'm not sure. Take but just to go back to something, a point you said about Suki's husband. Suki is supporting her husband, though, isn't she? While he's in prison, so would he be? Is I don't know. Maybe would... Chantel supports Gray. No, that's true. That's the thing. I don't know. But would the rest of the family not know about it though? No, because Corit's very close to his mum, isn't yeah. he? And also, Ash knows about 
Chantelle, doesn't she? She on the ward at the time that's when right. she went to hospital. That's right. That's true. So lots of people were starting to know about Grey because Ben mentioned him being a bit weird and a bit controlling with the car. Yeah, well, he asked him why he has a tracker on the in the car mm. in the first place, and he gave a very no. He said he comment. was he was monitoring the mileage or something. Not a tracker, wasn't it? Or something. Oh, that's right. That's and Ben right. said that was weird. Dotty obviously has knows caught, about the tracker. Yeah, and knows that Grey's a bit odd. Jean has noticed with her sixth sense. Oh, yeah, she that, said um, that, that, that months ago, wasn't mm, it? She's, she's not a happy woman. Yeah, she's clearly not a happy woman. So, you know, one by one, they're all um, working it out. Unlocking it. So I do hope when it does return, because obviously we've got a big gap now. We don't know mm. We don't know if there's going to be a time jump or they're going to do a... They're going to sum up a few months. We don't know what's going to happen, but hopefully someone does come to Chantel and say something now. I think mm. it is needed. This is the one story which I do want to see returned, but I want to see it with a bit more of an impact because it mm. seems to have gone really quiet and stopped yeah and the fact that they integrated the Whitney story in there is interesting Mm. but I I feel like that that stalled it a little bit and and I think that they've tried to make it happen again with the Whitney kissing Grey story which actually has surprised me how much I actually think there's a lot of scope attached to that at first I thought oh Whitney get again Mm. showing that she just as soon as someone shows her any kindness she just attaches themselves like a like a Mm. limpet onto onto people but the trouble is it's another abusive man though for Whitney well, exactly so, which is so frustrating mm. but then I suppose this is the way that the story gets exposed but for me it looks like it's going to be a Panasar reveal but what if Suki I, I wonder if Suki finds is the first to take find him out, out. <laughs> no Suki's the first was the first to find out and perhaps it's she's or, or one of the Panasar brothers Jags for instance could be <laughs> the find out and could get killed by making or by Grey yeah making Grey then a kind of like a serial killer type because yeah, he character. beat up that guy a few months ago didn't he mm. quite badly but got away with it because mm. obviously Jack knows about that but he doesn't know about the abuse of Chantel mm. but- yeah Jags Beat up Jags? Well, beat, not just beat him up. Kill, kill him. him. <laughs> yeah, no, um, that's what I'm thinking. Because, you know, you know, Oates loves a serial killer. Mm. You know, he, she did it in Coronation Street. And I think she did it in Emmerdale 2. I may be Maybe. I think she did, yeah. So I, I wonder if they're lining up Grey to be... Because, as you say, a lot of people are le- learning about it. And it's not, it wouldn't be too much... It would be, it'd be an interesting surprise if a, if a main character got killed off. So perhaps Jean does find out. I'd hate, I'd hate it. Just when um, Stacy arrives. Yeah. And, and, and that could be, and then Stacy gets involved because she's looking for Jean. Jean goes missing. Mm. And also if Jags dies, Detective Habiba could, yes. could try and solve his murder. Her PI agency <laughs> is back on. She can put her catsuit leathers on. That means more quotes for us to put on exactly. our Twitter. That'd be great. Um, so yeah, lots of scope for this story, but it, it's, you know, it needs to go on, move on a bit because it's been eight months of the same sort of scenes between these two. But mm. having Suki involved is always a, plus point oh yeah it's just i just i just um i just don't want it to go stale i think it just needs to be moved yeah, on it does and it's, it sounds a bit sick that we're saying oh an abusive storyline is going stale but you know this is a soap after all i think it just needs to be pushed on a little yeah bit. thinking about pushed on we're going to move on to the next storyline which is our dotty Poor who's dotty. getting arrested i know she's up to mischief and just she like just her dad she just can't find her luck can she <laughs> she just seems to she thinks she's on the straight and narrow with her mechanics a level that she's trying to pick up at university reminded oh, her about this week i beg your pardon it's a degree yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah but ian seems to be putting a scupper on all of it but just to protect his family or more like himself because that's what he's really protecting yeah he's but protecting using bobby as a way to well bobby and to peter himself. he's using he's using them both isn't he as a kind of like he's using peter as a shield and bobby as his kind of like weapon yeah old peter's still around isn't he lovely don't know is he working the car lot again now because he's wearing these weird shirts and stuff again 
He's doing shuffling two jobs at once. Carlot by day, PT by weekend. <laughs> he's earning. He's earning the coin. He is. Because um, they're. Because was it last week when Ian sorted them both together? He kissing? caught them in the kitchen. Kissing that last week. On uh, yes. Right. On so, Pauline's Pauline's kitchen table. Yeah, so hard to remember um, what things happen which weeks. It's all the same storylines. But yeah, this is a continuation of the story. It is. Um, so what basically what's happened is Ian doesn't want Dottie with Peter. No, and because, Bobby's upset. Yeah, and obviously she knows about him and Dennis. Yeah, so she he wants her out of the picture. Ian wants him away from his family because he feels like that it could get if their involvement gets too heavy. That at one point she could be like, "I don't want to keep a secret from you." Ian did this, that, and the other. Mm. And don't forget something I did forget is that Lauren had a secret about his his family when that Bobby had killed Lucy, and Lauren told Peter. Oh, did she? Yeah, and so that's the reason why... So I think he's feeling like it's the same kind of it's story happening again. again. It's happening again. Because mm. then that's why Lauren and Peter leave, because they keep the secret to themselves and leave to Australia, because Peter couldn't stand staying in the square on the square anymore. Oh, yeah. Knowing the secret about Bobby. That's right. And then Cindy also left as well, didn't she? And then Cindy left. Yeah, she, went to, secret. <laughs> she went to Cornwall with the secret too. Um, I was reading up about Cindy recently. Mm. I'd love her to come back. Oh, really she's on Netflix. She's busy. I know she's busy. We don't have to use the same actress. They recast everyone, <laughs> haven't they? We cast Jean. We cast, we cast Michelle, Michelle Collins in, couldn't they? Yeah. yeah. To play young Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> Just use a bit of CGI. would be fine. But no, the character of Cindy is a really interesting one. And I think it's one... For me, for me watching Dottie, so it's a young... Nick, it would be Cindy, would be like watching a young Cindy. Cindy, yeah. And so, and for me, I thought that maybe if they brought Cindy back, Cindy and Dottie could become friends because they they would be a good match, I think. Yeah, as well. that's true. And they're similar ages, I think. Mm. Cindy's a bit older than her. Yeah, a little bit. Mm. And also, Cindy's got the kid. Oh, did Cindy? Cindy had her child adopted, didn't she? she it was going to be adopted by Jane, but she said she couldn't keep him in the same house. She left with the baby. She left, so she kept the baby. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So there's another little. Rug rat. Another Bill. Another toddler. And, and that toddler can be friends with Lexi. Mm. Although and Lexi's Kathy. not a toddler. <laughs> Kathy. Kathy can steal her youth. Yep. From Yo. another Bill. Kathy just sucks it in. <laughs> it's like... And she's got another 10 years yeah. added to her clock. She took over her youth from Pete. Caden. Arthur from Pauline. Mm. They all died off after that. Yeah. Cindy. Lexi. She went to the prison to watch her die. Yeah. <laughs> and then took her, took, her, took her energy. But yeah, Dottie's... I mean, I'm getting a bit sick of Dottie keeps saying to Ian, if you do one more thing to me, I'm going to tell. Yeah, it's like she said this about eight times now and Ian keeps doing stuff to her. And she's like, you know, if you do one more thing to me now, I'm going to I'm gonna tell Sharon. It's like, mm. just, just <laughs> tell her. Yeah, but she's got oh, no evidence, God. has she? And and Ian's basically said to Dottie that on your reputation, especially at the moment where I've basically tarnished it even worse by you getting arrested for abu- was it um attacking an, uh, a police officer and also, although she got away with the drugs thing. What did she do? She's saying, that wasn't my bag. You're mm. mistaken. Yeah, it's weird because he, Max told Ian about um Dottie's mm. drugs, didn't he? He said, keep Peter away from her. Yeah. So he um, phoned the police and said... And coincidentally, at the time of the police turning up, after was... Ruby had said she shouldn't sell it anymore as well. So <laughs> so now her so her reputation with Ruby is worse. And Ruby's so they... so rubbish, isn't she? She's I know. Like, well, Do you mind just maybe not selling those drugs, but you can still come into the club? I mean, I don't blame so... her for, for kind of like using a kind of like a very friendly way of doing business. Mm. It's, it's a nice approach. You know, you don't want this kind of very aggressive attack. But it's the fact that... Martin can't stop drugs coming into the club. Even okay, they knew about it, so we gave them a buy for that one, <laughs> a James, a James buy, buy. <laughs> uh, for that one. But then the second time, Ruby must have implicitly said, "No more drugs in the club from today, Martin." Mm. And Martin's like, "Okay, Ruby, we'll have sex later, shall we?" Yep, yeah, why not? <laughs> 
Um, and he still didn't spot them. And, and it's not like they don't make a lot of noise either. Because when she tried to run away, they were rattling away in her bag. <laughs> yeah, they just showed a close-up of Martin going, oh. Yeah, not again. No, I missed that. <laughs> and yeah, he's able to catch a child with a pineapple. Well, maybe that's his limit. <laughs> it's a child maybe with a pineapple. Maybe he should have tested him a bit more, I mm. think. But sorry, my point being, which has gone right off the point, is that Ian has successfully basically made Dottie's reputation so poor and so bad that even if she went to Sharon now and said, I've got to tell you this, that Sharon will just be, nah, I don't believe you. Mm. And even more so after Ian's grand gesture, which we'll talk about at the end of the show, which we've already <laughs> talked about, um, I think Sharon, it would take a lot of convincing now. And so Dottie needs the evidence, which she just doesn't have. And the only thing I can think of is the only way she could get any evidence is actually to dive in the Thames and find something on that boat. Do you not think we're going to have, you know, we talked earlier about how they're rehashing the greatest hits. Mm. Sharon is in the Vic with with Ian, we think, kind of half and half. And obviously Phil's looming in the background, wanting to be with Sharon, not wanting to be with Sharon. We've got Dennis's voice message, which is in the cloud somewhere that he left on Sharon's phone. Mm. Are we going to get Sharon gate? You know, when the tape recorder with Michelle and Sharon was played out. What played on the loudspeaker system. Is Dottie going to... Ian! Yeah, are we going to get this and like, they're going to play it in the Vic in front of Ian and Sharon and Phil, like the grand opening of something. Is that what they're going to do? Like a a rehash of that maybe like, I, don't, I, I don't know if they'll do everyone. it on the reopening of the Vic no but, but like something some kind of celebration well Christmas maybe mm. a celebration well, Sharon's 51st <laughs> yeah, yeah 52nd she had her 50th last year didn't she 50th yeah so yeah 51st. so 51st this, she's had that though this year hasn't she no that was her 50th this year with Mel Crash oh that's right yeah oh November time oh beg your pardon yeah so it's her 51st nah they'll, do it, they'll save it for Christmas I reckon oh yeah mm. but I'm wondering if something like that because that, that that's the only evidence left yeah but this. it's a cloud thing isn't it so unless you know the writers don't care about that (laughs) it would just appear on it could appear on Sharon's phone and Sharon might publicly do it for Ian in the Vic no and then she'll link up with Phil and kiss him or something no 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 (laughs) the only person I can think that Dottie could possibly make an alliance and it would it would Phil yes exactly it would be enough that it would hurt Ian and Sharon that's what Dottie will do Dottie will say to Phil I've got this that can get Sharon back for you I want the archers archers, yeah Ian can get the archers for her but Phil can yeah but Ben owns the archers yeah but Phil owns Ben (laughs) That's true. That's true. Well, even he'll even do whatever he says. Callum said that, didn't he? All Phil has to do is snap his fingers, and Ben will jump to his attention. Mm. So yeah, so Ben. But then that's the one thing Ben has. Like he, he it's his legacy, wasn't it? When Phil, when Phil thought he was dying. Oh he's yeah, going, he's got the arches. He's fine. Yeah, he's like giving out his blooming <laughs> legacy to everyone. I mean, I want to know what Phil's gonna do. This is again, we've kind of gone off the subject now. But I want to know what Phil's gonna do with that extra money he's got now. Oh yeah, is he gonna the... buy the Albert off Kathy? <laughs> By Mills Gay Club. <laughs> Make, basically oh, have it filled with air hockey tables. The gay club is straight enough for Phil, I feel. It, very much. Um, so, yeah, I mean, while we're on the Dottie subject, we've also got the Sonia, our Sonia, after years of waiting, yeah. she finally gets her big storyline. And COVID-19 comes around <laughs> and now she has to wait two months. Yeah, she gets her big storyline <laughs> on the last episode ever of EastEnders, yeah, yeah, which is just sense. typical mm-hmm. for this poor old Sonia. But an interesting development because Bex is living the best life in Australia. She is on Travel Babble. Yeah, her, she's got her, her own personal blog. blog. She? I hope Louise is subscribed at least. One subscriber, Louise Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and dot con. Um, so there was like some funny photos that they sort of photoshopped of Bex hugging a koala and 
stuff like that you saying that about louise so you just made me think that they, they would be nice if they showed like when they showed the picture of her blog you saw a comment underneath and it had lm or something like that mm, or mitch so jealous l mitch yeah yeah that's it so <laughs> jealous i've got to look after a toddler child <laughs> maybe keanu's gone to louise and they're having a little happy family time together mm, you never know i wonder what keanu's up to now <laughs> maybe he's in australia with bex i imagine if he's like an outcast like you know in tv series in america when they end up going like mining oil in alaska that's what i imagine oh, yeah. Yeah, earning loads of money and getting all greasy. Yeah, but in a really dirty job. Yeah. And like one used like in the evening they say, Oh, they tell their stories around a fire with like loads of drink and, mm. and Keanu's <laughs> too quiet and angry and he won't open up for a month and then towards the end of their thing he opens mm. up. He says three years worth of storylines <laughs> and I was an escort and I cried in the toilet and then I did this. Right, we're moving off of Sonia. Yes. Poor Sonia. Mm. She's getting her storyline, we're not even talking about it. She's decided, you know what? Bex is not phoning me for some reason. <laughs> yeah. She's talking to Tiff, but not me. It's really horrible, Bex. (laughs) Um, So she's decided to look into her family and try and find her dad, Terry Kant. Can't. Kant? Can't? What's his surname? Kant, isn't it? Kant. C-A-N-T. Kant. 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 Depends how posh you are, Sonia. (laughs) I call him Terry Kant. Oh, do you? (laughs) Do you have a bath in the evening? In the garage? (laughs) So uh, this is one story I hope isn't dropped, but could easily be dropped when it comes back but i hope it's not it'd be I nice to look into yeah. um, sonia's past her family tree mm. maybe then get carol back for one episode it is mm. crying out for that house to have some kind of because sonia is literally living there on her own rattling around yeah her and dotty isn't it that's it isn't it and she's obsessed with dotty like turning up early and late to, to the house mm. so it'd be nice to is this is this a nice way of introducing a new family to the square is what i'm thinking the cants the cants, <laughs> the cants. <laughs> you can't cants <laughs> Um, so it would be nice, and it's a nice way to... It, it could do with a one-off appearance of Carol or Sonia going to visit Carol's house and just asking her. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe something Or like just that. a video call with Carol. Mm. Maybe this screen. is what... You know, Bianca was meant to come back for something and everyone thought it was for Whitney's storyline. Mm. Maybe it was for this. Or what, to find Sonia's dad? Yeah. Maybe that was part of the Patsy She could be Palmer. tied up with both of them, I suppose. Yeah. It would have been a nice little shame. job role for Patsy. Hmm. You say it's a shame, but I think it's nice to have a one-woman show when it comes to Sonia. She is hmm. such a great actress. She is. And we're watching, we're watching um, Natalie Cassidy on the classic episodes now. She's just been introduced. She has. And she's only been on like three or four scenes. But every time she comes into a scene, she really does light it up. Yeah, better than Robbie. Oh, God, better than Robbie. A hundred <laughs> times better than Robbie. I mean, Rob, Robbie's best acting so far is when his head was against the steering wheel after crashing a car into a wall. <laughs> that was his best acting so far. I love um, Michelle's... This is 1994 talk. Mm. But um, I love Michelle's obsession with the wall. My wall. <laughs> He's going to pay for my wall. Vicky could have been by that wall. Vicky could have been playing at 11 o'clock at night by that wall. My wall. That was hilarious. She was, she was obsessed with her wall, didn't she? It's not even her house. It's, it's property, Rachel's isn't it? house. It's a very British thing. An Englishman is his castle, isn't it? <laughs> and uh, in Michelle's in Michelle's world, that wall was mm. the be and end all. That's her little garden. That's all she has in the world. Yeah. Anyone who didn't watch it, it was it was basically it's the the now Mitchell house. It was that wall garden. Robbie mm. drove a car into it and mm. crashed and he died. But Michelle lived there at the time. But she, she was working was in the pub. And Vicky, her daughter, was living at was, home. No, she wasn't. She was staying with uh, Pauline's house. Yeah. And so but she could have been there. So Vicky was nowhere near that she wall. She could have been near my wall. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, 1994 is just popping off as well, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're not watching it on drama, I mean, you're missing out. Dougie, the psychopath with a shotgun. Oh, Dougie, the, the hot psychopath. Yeah. He's like the weirdly gr- hot. The grey of the 1994 mm. era. But um, Sharon threw tea in his face. <laughs> 
<laughs> hot tea. Um, she spilled it. It was amazing. She didn't spill it. She did it on purpose. No, it was amazing. She I loved did. it. It was like the best siege ever. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's Sonic Story. And there's nothing else to talk about Sonic because it didn't really go anywhere. It just started. <laughs> we, we talked. We went off track three times while we we're talking about Sonic yeah. Story. But you're absolutely right. So that, that's the that's a very much a to be continued moment right there. We hope. Um, well, I hope Don't so. Cancel her. She's had her past two stories yeah. cancelled. Her affair with the teacher. Mm. Her stealing the money of that dead woman in Kettering. Her having a nice trip to Scotland with Martin in a little yeah, wood cabin. That got cancelled. <laughs> got cancelled. So, yeah. Her needs... story stealing money from Dot. Dot. Oh, yeah, that got cancelled too. Cancelled. Natalie Cassidy cannot catch a break. No. So, this is her break. Yeah, she needs an act two and an act three. Not yes. Just her act one. A beginning, middle, and an end. Do you remember that song from Sesame Street? No. Every story has a beginning, middle, and an end. Well, Sonia's don't. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly not. Right, we're going to go on now to our game before we um, <gasps> carry on the rest. Talking about classics, this is a classic. Yeah, so I thought this was a special occasion as it is our final episode for our little break. Which For now. For now. Not forever. No. I mean, there'll be details at the end of the show of kind of like what we're musing, what we might be doing and what we might not be doing. No set plan. However, this is the game. So I brought back a classic, which is Martin Fowler's Five a Day. Everyone loves Martin Fowler's Five a Day. Mm-hmm. When we play it on the interactive quiz on our YouTube channel. Check them out if you want to. Does Ruby get Martin Fowler five times a day? At least. Yeah. It's a game that everyone loves playing. Martin Fowler's Five a Day. Mm-hmm. So you know the rules. But in case any new listeners have decided to join us at the end of our series, uh, would like to know. Basically, I'm going to say a question or a statement which has five or more answers. You have to give me at least five answers to win the game in 30 seconds. Cool. Does that make sense? Yes. Good. So here we go then. Oh, and this question also is with someone that you love too. I've really just pulled it all in this year. Martin Fowler. This episode, I should say, not this year. It's not about Martin Fowler. Okay. It's about your Kathy. Oh, Kath. Yep. So uh, Kathy was dead <laughs> for the longest time. Mm. But upon her return, a few people found out before... Before Ian. Before, yeah, before Ian found out. Right. Five people, to be precise. Did they? Yeah. So can you oh, name okay. the five people who knew Kathy wasn't dead before she was discovered by Ian? <laughs> okay. So the five people who discovered that she faked her own death with Gavin Sullivan in South Africa before Ian found out. Okay. Yeah. 30 seconds starting from now. Phil. Phil Mitchell. Correct. Sharon. Sharon. Correct. Basic. Cheese pickle basic. Uh, Tracy. Tracy the barmaid. The barman. Well got done. got storyline. Yeah. Uh, Jane. No. I'm trying, Dot? No. I'm trying to think who would be alive or no Kathy. I'll give you a clue. The final two are both Mitchells. Grant? Correct. Oh, yeah, Grant, yeah. Yeah. Peggy? No. Sam? No. Ronnie? Correct. <laughs> five out of five. And you did it in 26 seconds. Ronnie? Ronnie knew. Uh, do you want to just quickly go through how they all Ronnie knew? Ronnie wouldn't have even known who she is. So... Grant was going to tell Ian on his wedding day when he came back from Barbados, but Ben got released from prison, so didn't. Phil knew for three years <laughs> when Kathy contacted him after Ben was sentenced for the murder of Heather. Right. Ronnie saw her talking to Gavin when she was meant to meet with Phil, but Sharon and Ian turned up instead, so she ran away. <laughs> Tracy found out because... She phoned her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kathy phoned her and said, I've got a message for Phil. It's Kathy. <laughs> Well done, Kathy. And Sharon found out, as you've already said, because she... she thought it was an affair. Yeah. Because on Phil's phone, it was it was a woman called Kay. Yeah. And she thought yeah. she was a basic whore. Mm-hmm. And, and she, it was Kathy. And she, she confronted her. <laughs> she, she was correct. <laughs> yeah, to, to be fair, she was correct. No. She confronted her in the archers. That's right. And then there's that fa- famous scene when Kathy puts Sharon's face against the bonnet of the car and said, <laughs> you be quiet. <laughs> so yeah, so that's the five people who knew before Ian 
that Kathy wasn't dead after all. It was all a ruse. Aww, poor Kath. Yeah. But so we're... out of character, her putting her, Sharon's head against the bonnet, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> she just, she just had enough. She had enough, didn't she? She just wanted to come out. <laughs> She had enough and to feel threatened that the last payment, was, you know, the payment he gave her was the last one <laughs> in the other cafe. But I just love the fact that Kathy just hung around Albert Square like all the time, like a wasp to honey. Yeah. Like, she couldn't <laughs> leave. She couldn't leave that place. Mm. Lovely. There you okay, go. So five out of five. Let us know how you got on um, and your score and uh, on our social media and so forth. And that was Martin Fowler's Five a Day. After 30 minutes or so, we've now got the Mitch Karen Billy Love Triangle Part Two. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, it's just again, Mitch's obsession with Karen has kind of come out of nowhere. Mm. And and of course, and the air hockey really table fake. has to be included because oh, it's the, the straightest alpha male thing on the square for some bizarre In reason. The Prince Albert. In the, <laughs> Prince Albert. We had Tina, which was nice. A nice little bonus there. Yeah. She couldn't quite save the story, but she did add a lot to it. But we did learn that Tina had a sleeping bag oh, yeah. behind the bar. And she said that it was because she was going to a festival. Mm, but we're not, not sure. True. So again, that's kind of leading. And Ikra noticed. She did. So Ikra has an empty house with the Ahmeds disappeared. So she might offer Tina a room. Oh, bunk. yeah. She, does she share it with Ash, doesn't she? Ash and Habiba, isn't it, I think? Okay. Or do they live in Cush's old flat still? I don't know. No, Cush's old. No knows. No, no, no. They all moved back to the. Oh, they moved back house. in the Cush's old house. flat. No one lives in that no. anymore. It's empty now. Yeah. Robbie's fault. <laughs> so yeah, maybe I'm, I'm guessing that's going to be some sort of thing with Tina, Ash, Ikra, possible. I like that. No, 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 no. I don't want it to be. Bernie affair. can move in. It could just be the. <laughs> the lesbian, no, lesbian house. with no, Habiba, Habiba. <laughs> P.I. Habiba. Um, no, I like the idea of having an all-female house. Don't yeah, you? like a, and, and, it's like Hollyoaks, yeah. old Hollyoaks, classic. Hollyoaks. And I'd want to see stories that happens within the household, and not stories where not they have ones. an affairs. Yeah, exactly. I want stories where they have you know people over, or they have parties, mm-hmm. and, and actual troubles and kitchen sink drama. Mm. That's what we need. Not something stupid like oh, Tina's not. Washing up. Yeah. Don't want that's boring. Tina we... can't pay the rent this week. Oh, what are we going to yeah. do? But we don't want like the other extreme of everyone just having an affair or whatever. No, no, no. Or just big like... orgy. <laughs> yeah, just everyday sort of stuff. Yeah, kitchen nice. drama. Have the Mitch affair, I'm afraid, instead. Yes, well, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I just hate Mitch's character. It's such a shame because the actor is really capable. Mm. And Perry, who plays Billy, is really capable. Mm. And they're just giving them this... This, this feels like... It, it was going to be a summer filler storyline. We all know what EastEnders summers are like. <laughs> kind of a good thing that we probably don't have one this year. Mm. But this wasn't meant to be in the summer. This was meant to be in like May. No, this was April time. April, I yeah. Think we're at the end of April, beginning of May. Mm. These, these stories were kicking so in. This wasn't even summer filler, but it feels like it. Mm. So I don't know who wanted this storyline, but... If I, I don't know if there was also more to it. It feels like they've kind of ended it quicker than it was actually meant to end. Because mm. there there's been real, no real build-up to it either. It's like mm. it's come out of the blue that Mitch all of a sudden wants to be with Karen. And yeah, there's been a few looks here and there. And there was a few times when he kind of mentioned it, but mm. it was almost done in a very passing, way. But a few way. months ago, didn't Karen dress up for him? And he kind of said, basically said, you make me sick, no way. Did, I'm sure yeah. that happened, didn't it? Was it around, I can't remember when it was, around Pride or after Pride, around that sort of time. I remember that happening. And Mitch was like, no, that's disgusting. And then he started mm. dating that teacher and all sorts. So. Yeah, because Karen, Karen did want Mitch. 
Mitch at one point. Mm. And Mitch, yeah, as you say, just threw her to one side and was like, no. Mm. I guess maybe Mitch only wants her because now she's not. This is my point. I think the only reason Mitch wants her is because Karen has someone. Mm. And Mitch... He always wants her there in case. It's available, yeah. So he can always... It's his fallback plan. Mm. But but, but, but if that is the case, then that makes Mitch even more unlikable. (laughs) And it's... Who knew? Yeah. And it's the fact that he's his posturing as well. It's like when they were at the chip shop and he bought fish and chips only for the family but well he bought fish and chips for everyone bar billy mm. and it's like what kind of yeah we're not horrible what kind of nasty thing is that yeah, exactly are we meant to be so i think we are meant to be rooting for billy for this i do think that mm. or at least i think we're meant to be seeing this perhaps we're meant to be seeing this as a comedy story but it's not yeah. funny no, because not. the way mitch is putting himself across in a quite snidey mm. nasty vindictive way isn't funny it's just horrible to watch yeah and i'm sorry but like the scene last week with the flower in billy's face mm. did not emote me to laugh at all i just sat there and thought oh well the whole of the market sake. were laughing at it on their well, phones the instagram. do they have anything better to do on that market <laughs> when whitney put something on instagram everyone saw leo's mum yeah. yeah when um when keegan posted something on social media everyone saw it mm. it's like do they all they do is just <laughs> gossip and look on facebook and instagram that is on one that of market. my most hated tropes of like how they do that now that the market extras Mm. all of them all at once are doing the same thing the same acting i hate it but also they're getting their news from social media but the whole purpose of eastenders for years is the fact that it's a small close-knit community you can't keep a secret from anyone Mm. and now the fact is is that yeah you can keep a secret as long as you don't post it on instagram (laughs) it's like no that's not how it should work travel babble (laughs) yeah or relation station (laughs) it's it's for me, like, if they wanted it to have the market laughing at Billy, just have it that... Have something funny happen to him. <laughs> well, do either do it in public or have Mitch kind of say, hey, have you heard what I did to Billy yesterday to one of the market sellers? Mm. And it would spread within f- a few minutes. Yeah. It's just really annoying. Like you like, say, it's just such yeah. an annoying trope to say, oh, it's on social media, so now everyone knows mm. about it. Like in the old days, I think when this aired, I said it to you, like, if that was the old days, as they were walking through the market, Mitch would have said it to a few of his friends mm. who were actual characters and... Or maybe one of them said it in the Vic and mm. that would have been how it would have spread around the square. Like Doc Cotton yeah. or Frank, who they would have made fun of in between another scene. That's how it would have done. But this, it's just so lazy just to say, oh, the whole of Albert Square are looking at it on social media and laughing mm. at the same time. The problem is, is that they have no cast members anymore. Gossip, because Honey's not there, is she? But gossip, but not just that, who work in the market. Mm. And that's a really dangerous thing to do because really that market is the place where all the gossip, the seeds of the gossip begins. Yeah, because what Martin has a store and Kush, that's it. No, Martin it? doesn't work on the store anymore. Oh, yeah. Ian owns it, but Ian's hired someone else to look after it now. Oh, is he? Well, presumably, because you don't see Ian on the store. No. Probably shrimpy. <laughs> um, yeah, Kush has a store. You've got a point there. But again, you never see Kush on mm. the store. And Whitney's got a store. <laughs> well, but Whitney's, well, yeah, she might as well give up the pitch. But again, if we if we were to go back, say, go back to 1994, for argument's sake, mm. there was Richard, who's the market inspector. There was uh, Sanjay. Sanjay. The sexy close store Absolutely, man. 100%. Get Sanjay in my house right now, please. Thank you very much. There's Mar- uh, not Mark. Martin. Mark. Yeah, Mark. He's the fruit and veg store guy. Big Ron. There's... Uh, 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 um, big Ron, of course. <laughs> There's Arthur, who works opening and closing the market. So he's up and down the street sweeping mm-hmm. and this and the other. So there's enough of a cast there where you could have four put to one side and kind of going da 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 to each oh, other. Have you seen what Billy did? Oh, yeah, haha. Yeah, Better exactly. go back to work. Yeah. yeah. Just a little thing like that would have helped rather than just 10 extras mm. not talking, just looking at their phone and pointing. It just looks so. Mm. 
amateur. Yeah, we and love extras. Not... Don't get us wrong. Yeah, we love an extra on the market, but but it's just something about where they keep doing that, and it's like mm. no, that that would never happen in real life. It's weird because nothing really seems to happen on the square anymore. Do you know what I mean? It's like things happen in the pub quite rarely nowadays, but things mm. seem to happen. The cafe seems to be quite a good brewing ground, but everyone seems to kind of go off and splinter off to their own directions. Mm. When there's no, there's like, there's no one shot scene. So they go to one shot where someone's talking in at one end of the market, then the camera pans when when someone walks past them, and the camera follows the person walking past, and then you see two people stood outside the cafe, mm. and then the that's camera. A dangerous f- comment to make at the moment. Oh well, no, that's true. Did you see a um? Not because of COVID. Oh okay. Um, <laughs> a direct a writer. I think it was a writer posted on Twitter saying that he used to love writing scenes like that for EastEnders where they splinter into multiple storylines in one shot. Mm. But the tweet has been deleted since. But he said they stopped doing it because some of the cast members didn't like being um, seen as just extras. So they didn't like waiting around all the time in the background. And then he deleted the tweet all of a sudden. But, you know. That's a silly thing to say. I know. Especially with the markets. But, okay, my point is then, if you don't want to do that in the Vic as a one-shot thing fine although it would look and they need to sort those egos out though that is not that's the point isn't it i want to know who that is yeah sort those egos we can all guess but i'm not going to say on air (laughs) but on the market say for argument's sake we've just said there's no main characters who work on the market so could you not do a scene outside the minute mark follow the camera as someone walks past them in the minute mark outside the cafe then follow them to go into the so it's not even one shot then follow them as they go into the cafe new shot inside the cafe Mm. inside the cafe they could then move to a shot with two people in the cafe Kate Oates did do that when she mm. first took over that was like the instant improvement but it's just sort of trickled away slowly isn't it yeah again which is a shame but that's like the thing that makes that feels eastendersy doesn't it that's that right. sort of thing the atmosphere of it the community the mm. spirit of the family <laughs> i mean we have gone off topic again i can't remember what we we're talking mitch about mitch and billy oh, they yeah. have a fight Oh yeah, they have a fight. Mitch, move on. Mitch kind of feels like um, upset that he hurt Billy in the end. He's, it was a bit weird, wasn't it? Well, I guess I suppose it's again it's a writer's way of giving someone instant redemption. So you'd be like, mm. oh, it was only a joke. Mitch was only playing. Mm. Even though before that, Mitch pushed Billy into a bag, uh, into a pile of bin bags. He said, "You stay down," and then he kind of walks away. And because Billy then fights him back, he elbows him in the nose, and then he suddenly goes, "Oh, I'm sorry, Billy. It was no, only a I joke." Didn't, ha, ha. I didn't mean it. Yeah, it's like, well, don't be weird. nasty. You've been nasty for the last what week to mm. Billy. Billy's not a very confident guy. Bless him. I love the fact they brought back up that he slept with Tina as well in front of Ikra. Yeah, <laughs> and, T- and Tina said, "I was just trying something different." <laughs> No, you were, Dina. No, she said Woody a few weeks before that. Yeah, and don't forget Magic Marv. And, um... <laughs> no, Magic Marv said they didn't. <laughs> Allegedly, of course. Mm. And yeah, it's just, I don't know, Mitch's U-turn just seemed a, mm. bit, a bit... I would much prefer if odd. they just had Mitch involved in the Keegan storyline and yeah. be a bit of a mentor to him. Now, like he missed so much of being a father to him. Mm. I would much more prefer to see Mitch try to be a mentor to him now. Yeah. Um, but they don't. They're just using him as this stupid comedy rubbish. Because there was a Keegan story this week as well. Only one or two scenes where Ikra was trying to drum up business in the Albert oh, yeah. using her business degree. Yeah. Very well done. She said, oh, if you're looking for something. Because the Albert, what did used to sell vegan snacks and cakes and, cakes, and everything? Yeah, don't need more. No, they... Kathy took them to the cafe. She? <laughs> she probably did because they were selling so well. She thought, <laughs> well, I can get more business in the cafe. However, so Ikra offers um, this role, gets Keegan involved. Keegan makes the mistake of offering sausage rolls, which is not a mistake, really, because Greg's offers no, a good vegan, vegan sausage roll. Thank you, Ikra. Yum, yum, yum. Yes, please. <laughs> and then Keegan walks off. He's like, no, I can't. I, I'm done with this. 
this. I don't, I can't, you know, Mm. I get it. Keegan has given up. Keegan basically feels like there's no point trying things anymore. But, you know, that was a perfect opportunity, especially where at the beginning of this week. Easy business as well. Easy business. But this talking relation to Mitch, this is a perfect opportunity because Mitch said, oh, I really need to get Keegan out of this funk. Couldn't Mitch have witnessed this happening? Yeah, and forfeited his hockey table to Billy and be like, this doesn't actually matter. Let me focus on Keegan. And then that could have helped the Billy and Mitch story a bit. Yeah, it means that Mitch is actually a good guy and we don't need him to then feel sorry for Billy after he hit him in the nose to <laughs> feel that way. Mm. Billy can just carry on with his relationship with Karen, which I don't I don't mind saying I like. I think it's a good relationship. I think they work well together yeah. and I think it makes sense. And then do Keegan and Mitch because the Keegan and Mitch story was really going somewhere where Mitch was almost like guiding him and looking after him and trying to explain to him that yes, it is especially obviously the climate we're in now it's even more important that they talk about it mm. obviously they when they filmed this they weren't aware of what's gonna they didn't have a magic no, crystal ball to know but still, but still they must i don't know it just feels like a lot of even isaac could yeah. help because he's a teacher so he could be quite good at talking to keegan mm. yeah there's lots of missed um opportunities here because I don't know how Keegan, how well Keegan knows like the, his black history in the United Kingdom. Yeah, because he said he was brought up in a white family, wasn't he? That was the yeah. main. That was how all this started. So that'd be interesting because perhaps perhaps Isaac could then teach Keegan this history and mm. give give a bit more perspective to Keegan. But also the viewer, we can again very important time to bring mm. it up. Th- I mean, that's not his time now. Fault, when though. it comes back, that mm. obviously they need to um do this properly. Mm. But just quit with this comedy yeah drop the billy mitch <laughs> love triangle <laughs> do 100 drop it it's done now anyway really isn't it because yes. billy gave her gave karen the ultimatum if it's either me or mitch just have karen say um it's always going to be you billy the end that's the end of the story <laughs> until honey comes back this yes. was probably a filler story because um honey was off doing strictly wasn't she oh well and then they're going to bring honey back and then it was going to be an even more complicated situation Maybe. between all of them mitch probably would have got with honey i think mitch would have ended up with honey yeah, yeah. um but but don't do that please <laughs> you know we, we a lot of people have said on twitter this is a great opportunity for almost a kind of a recon this isn't a huge recon but just basically make mitch's story with keegan more important mm. this is the opportunity it's a better story as well oh it's a much better like, it's story. not a difficult choice to choose between <laughs> no, these two stories no we don't need the filler just keep the important no. stuff i here. mean hopefully when he this comes back they're coming back with a reduced episode count <laughs> they're, they're going to be shorter episodes four episodes but 20 minutes yeah each. so hopefully that means that these filler things will just get cut uh, yeah and there's only time for the drama i'm looking forward to this actually i quite look i really am looking forward to this much punchier eastenders mm, we hope as long as it is <laughs> yeah <laughs> punch let's not fingers um, crossed let's not get too ahead of ourselves and here. let's be honest 20 minutes isn't actually very different to if bbc was a commercial channel you know 20 mm. minutes it's a commercial episode of coronation streets around about 22 minutes um so because they put obviously put advert breaks in the middle and either end mm. top of the and they can the drag episode. sometimes so they can but i'm hoping it's not guaranteed eastenders has always been a much for me, a, a bit more of a punchier soap. Mm. And I think it's not such a relaxed soap like Coronation Street. Coronation Street kind of pulls you into a kind of a lull into this. Into this. Not That's not Sleep. a criticism. No, 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 no. That's not a criticism. They have their way of writing their um, episodes, which is absolutely fine. Mm. East EastEnders have their way. Fast pace. It's a much faster pace. And I think with the shorter 20 minute episodes, obviously this isn't going to be forever. But I think this is a 
grand opportunity for them to just pick Cut up on it and go for it. Yeah. So last storyline then. The last oh. story discussion we're doing. We've left Sharon till last. <laughs> of course we had to. <laughs> I mean, we have discussed most of her story already, <laughs> but we can just do it again. Because obviously she gets the Vic. Who gets the Vic? We've been talking about it for ages. Technically, she hasn't got the Vic. I need to reassure you. Yeah, I know. It's a bit weird. Like they've had two men buying it for her. <laughs> like it was yeah, either Phil true. buying it for her or Ian buying it for her. But we forgive the writers a little bit for her, her weakness in the past few weeks because this with this time she was stood as you said at the big top of the show front and centre mm-hmm. where she belongs mm-hmm. high heels on <laughs> and um, it's weird. I just find it odd how Phil still wanted to buy the Vic like it what was spite isn't it I know but we didn't really that's the thing I was kind of missing we didn't have time I guess it wasn't time just what was Phil's plan? Because apparently he said to Ben and Callum, mm. oh, yeah, you're going to go live with me. But we don't know if he actually asked them or if he was just kind of telling them. And like, who was going to work in the Vic? Was he going to work in the Vic? I don't know. I can't imagine Phil working there. I can imagine Callum and Ben working there. I'm yeah, pl- but they've got their... Callum's a policeman. He's busy. Oh, goodness. I keep forgetting these things. Ben's busy. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, So I don't know what Phil's... That's a weird thing. So mm. it, it, the whole time it did feel like, well, Phil's not going to get it because um they haven't really explained what he would do no. or how he would do it. I mean, Phil was pulling ranks, wasn't he? So he was getting every Mitchell in the square together mm. so that they could basically put a middle finger up at Sharon. That was basically the ultimate goal. He yeah. basically wanted to say, ha ha, Sharon, I've got that, something you that want. That Sharon, he called her. Yeah, oof. He was being really horrible, actually, I thought, Phil. Like, I just hated him. I know. Like, he was horrible to Mick and Lynn. He was really he, mean to Linda, and he's meant to be a... Yeah, her, her coach. Yeah. Which, didn't he suggest to her... Or, no, she did ask him. I forget now. But even still, it's like, they're meant to be... He's meant to be counselling her. Mm. And his way of counselling her... Slagging her off. <laughs> slagging her off and basically saying, you can't keep her here because you'll just end up drinking all the yeah. time. It's like, all right, Phil, calm yourself. You know, put, put yourself in the corner and think mm. about what you said. But I don't know. Maybe Phil was thinking about getting a manager in. Maybe Lola Lola could have looked oh, after the pub. God. You could have bright pink walls. <laughs> cow skin stools next to the bar mm. It'd be lush but i don't know really I, I i mean it was for the purposes of basically upsetting sharon wasn't it mm. i don't think phil had any further plans other than i'm gonna buy it and i wish was there it. was like a few more people like a few more red herrings of people who might be interested yeah because once it was phil like we actually predicted this 100 percent correct for the first time that ian was going to buy it mm. using the money that he kind of got from max no he bought yeah but like, i think he's has he sold where's this money come from it must have sold he it. spoke to his accountant when he was just before he had the scene with dotty mm. and he said um you can get it by today yeah and he, he needs to move money about from another account so presumably he's got like a savings account that he just keeps for mm. a rainy day i mean you have to remember the vic is the heart of the square once you've got the vic you are you should be like the main look at the carters for argument's sake they were the main pull the story for eastenders for mm. seven years so you know as Ian Bill would think, this is the place where, this is the heart of Albert Square. This is where you're notable and you'll be remembered. So that gives Ian another reason to want to buy it, I suppose. Mm. I suppose when Mick gave him the option, Ian kind of jumped on the chance, but then thought, ah, but you know what else I can do? I can rub it in Phil's face and I can get Sharon to love me, which is ultimately seems to be his goal. I mean, that I'm a bit worried about that happening. I, or I, Ian and Sharon. Mm, I think that, that we might be heading that way. She's a bit, No, she said you're like a brother to me. Remember? Yeah, but, but she, she does say that, a lot of things, doesn't she? Exactly. She said that, you know, to Ian in 1986 after she did her <laughs> magazine quiz. And then they ended up dating anyway. Yeah. You know? I mean, also, it, that, that feels like there's a few blanks. Because Mick went to go see Sharon in the cafe. And she was all upset and no makeup 
and I, the only thing I can buy you is a cup of tea. It's all <laughs> I can offer you. God, She's like a frail old today. woman. You get yourself a little job on these days. <laughs> um, so, like, did she know then that her and Ian were planning this? Because, like, no. the way that the reveal happened, she was there like, hmm, high feel. Yeah. Me and Ian planned this months ago. Like, do you know what I mean? So it, it mm. feels like it, they, it suddenly happened, which is why this, this, they must have just put this scene here now. But that's what I mean. Cliffhanger. I, I think it exactly that. I think they jumped forward very quickly. Yeah. It felt like the whole like don't you think that Linda Linda kept mentioning and in fact all the characters kept mentioning that Linda had had a conversation with Sharon. So that we never saw that conversation. So I feel like something that was missing. Mm. I feel like the negotiations between Phil and Mick were missing too because it seemed quite it seemed quite quite a leap from Phil saying I'd like to buy your Vic yeah. to the next day yeah. saying you have one day till to midnight sign the yeah you have time to sign yeah so he walked in saying time's up Mick so what do you mean time's up yeah <laughs> sorry it's Mick's choice to choose where he wants to sell the pub but don't you think that there's scenes missing there where must have been. Phil and Mick were having conversations to and throw and Mick was showing more that like, Linda wasn't that keen mm. on selling it. It, so there was definitely there's something, something missing there's something there. missing because like Ian having that much money doesn't quite add up and I mm. there must be more to do with Max putting his half over at this particular time yeah and he's obviously going to screw Max over I don't know if he is though because Ma- Max and Ian seem to be in a really good place at the moment like Max is forgiving Bobby but that was a while back but when Ian was making that phone call and Max overheard Max didn't have to give Ian the advice about what mm. he heard about Dottie yeah, but Ian just double crosses anyone and it yeah, also... but, but Max gave him the the ammo to do it mm. Max told him about what Dottie had done in the club so I feel like for, I don't know for me yeah, it feels Ian like... would still do a double cross he, I suppose he's done it to his own family he hasn't he calf. yeah he's done it to his own daughter yeah he got his um shares from the restaurant back from her without mm. behind her back I suppose you're right and it leads to maybe Dottie and Max teaming up against Ian because Ian sold his part of the club under his nose mm. and that could lead to that it all leads to things like revealing themselves like multiple strands like coming together I read, I don't believe it would happen, but I've read that there might be a who shot Ian story. <laughs> oh, a who, oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Because he's back, you know, he's back so, so many, many people. people. Mm. And his whole MP storyline kind of. He's not an MP, he's not a member of parliament. Or whatever it was. I don't <laughs> he's know a councillor. <laughs> councillor storyline, but it kind of just, that's kind of disappeared and he's got, what, No, three? it hasn't disappeared because he said he uses his influence to get the dean from the university. So oh, he got Dotty. Um, his old friend. Yeah, yeah. Who is his old friend? <laughs> That's what I want to know. You said Calvin. I said either Calvin could be the university like um, dean, dean, or I can't remember her name. The Trevernier mum, the mum, yeah. What's her name? She was a primary school teacher. I can remember all their names Hattie. apart from her. Hattie, no, Hattie's the daughter. That's the dad. I can't remember. It could be her. She's a teacher. Mm. She could be the dean. Old friend. But yeah, there, there must be more. There feels like there's bits we're missing of this storyline. No, I th- you're right. I think there was things missing, but I don't think th- we we missed enough to not warrant. No, knowing what's going on, I feel like we, I feel like we came to a good p- place with this story. I really do. Mm. I mean, it had the it had the ending that I think a lot of people desired. One way or another, they wanted Sharon behind that bar, <laughs> whether it be with Phil or be with Ian, and it ended up being with Ian. But mm. but again, do you? We were saying just at the beginning of this section, what was Phil's plan? What was Phil planning to do once he got the pub? What is Sharon really planning to do once she's got I the pub? I know, is it's going to really... be her and Caden up there, I guess. So is Ian going to move in? Is Ian going to work there? Is Kathy going to work? <laughs> is Kathy going to... She hasn't worked there since the 80s. Yeah, barmaid. <gasps> I'd love Kathy to be back well, She doesn't there. even work in the Albert, her <laughs> yeah, own that's pub. True, that's true, Um Yeah, who would Sharon? Because Sharon doesn't really know anyone. What, Lola? Would she offer Lola a job? Try and take people away from Phil? Mm. I mean, Sharon can't look after the 
the pub on her own, so there has to be more mm. people coming Plus, in somewhere. Plus, Tish Dean doesn't appear that much. This is the thing, and we've and talked about And that's why this. I didn't believe this was going to happen in the first mm. place. So I don't know how permanent this role is. Mm. Because the thing is, if you're the landlord or lady of the Vic, you're a constant. Mm. So if there's a scene happening in the Vic, you're, you're very there. rarely not going to be there. Yeah, you have to be there in one way or another even if you're just stood behind the bar pulling peanuts from a cardboard cutout mm. you have to you still have to be there so from i think that i think a manager is going to be pop, popped in yeah. i do i think there's like not many characters happen. who can do it, is there no uh, well, well then you bring in a new character vicky michelle i need a manager i would love that <laughs> i would love that what about vicky and mark jr yeah that'd be good that'd all be living good. upstairs with sharon yeah yeah that gives sharon a nice young vibe as well yeah. i mean sharon works so much better with the young'uns does, she does though <laughs> she don't you does. think keanu hello yeah, exactly she brought danny walters to life for three months mm. didn't she? and louise she made louise actually bearable yeah for a very long time <laughs> when louise was listening to her sex tape yeah they're gonna have to, I, there must be manager and bar staff because i can't imagine because tish jean goes on breaks as well yeah really long breaks all sorts over of christmas <laughs> she does though yeah so i know that's why i don't know how permanent this is because the cart has also mentioned that they've got a flat in west wolford oh god is that a new set that might be the new set no i think it's west wolford is like not on the square but they're not gonna Bridge have a, they're not gonna have the carters not on the, living on the square do you know what i mean no that makes no sense at all so i don't know how real i don't know it I don't it just doesn't feel like this is a permanent change could they not throw out there's, there's the elderly woman isn't there who lives in the flat Above the bed sit and the three flats that Jack has the um bat. Yes, that's right. One who lived above Ruby when she lived. That's there. right. Presumably she is is hers a bed sit? I don't know. I don't know. Can't have the carters in a bed sit. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why it wouldn't work. But if it wasn't a bed sit, it would make some sense. Mm. Or they could, because there's not. I'm trying to think what properties there are available. I mean, Sharon might hire Mick as manager. True. Oh yeah, she could ask him to carry on running it. Mm. So then he, so then he keeps the Mick behind the bar, doesn't it? But Linda doesn't have to be working there. No, Linda can just go upstairs. Well, that's the other thing, isn't it? Because Linda and Sharon are like BFFs, and mm. so if Linda and Sharon have to have a scene together, it's going to have to be at the Vic. But the whole purpose of this story was that Linda... She can go, still go in the Vic. She just can't No, because she'd be tempted. Work. That's the reason why she couldn't stay in the Vic. She, if you went to a pub, she'd be tempted Phil to Phil goes to the pub and has yeah, orange juice. Phil's had many years of relapse and <laughs> regain and That's getting true. back on the wagon that he's now found a good place. Another reference I've just, you've just reminded me of is Phil rem- reminded everyone of when he blew up the Vic. Yeah, he didn't say he was on crack. No. <laughs> he just said he had a bottle of vodka in his hand. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't quite true. But yeah. that wasn't the best selling point to Mick, was it? No. Can I buy the Vic? Do you remember that time I blew it up? <laughs> yeah, on crack. Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'll give you £200,000 and, and a bag of crack. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it's very odd this episode because we keep, there's nothing else to come. No. So, so we can't we're just predict. kind of spiraling into, yeah, into random, random babblings. But um, that's it really i mean ben there was no kathy there was no kathy but there was a bit of ben we have to quickly mention oh, this yeah, of I course forgot about that. ben ben's his very hearing. unwell yeah he's finally admitted to someone that he's completely deaf mm. because it's his brother jay have you noticed as well now ben's completely deaf they've stopped using the sound effect oh yeah but, but they haven't used it once since that deaf episode so is this the end of the deaf storyline like well, is ben just going to go back to normal now like I f- we all predicted mm, i feel this is getting dangerously close to well that happened so now forget it yeah, because he when fainted when jay hosp- made him go to hospital came back from hospital and then jay did that big long monologue of well you know what the doctor said your eardrum will heal itself you can still have the operation and your hearing will be back to normal next week <laughs> and so it's like oh okay we so did that, predict that, this. That this was an was, investment. This was our main worry <laughs> when this was announced. And, if, and like a lot of people said, 
worry about the storyline and people like oh no you're being horrible this and that Mm. to lots of people online and the reason everyone was worried was because it's been done before yeah cat who has a scar Scar on her her face face. forever Mm -hmm. for life um patrick had a stroke yeah that's that disappeared louise (laughs) louise had had burns all over her she couldn't show her body anymore (laughs) so that is why everyone was like this is not good because they'll they won't treat it with respect. And nope. they, they did all these things like we're working with Blah Blah Charity and we've got this deaf actress, Frankie, who's going to be a big part in the, a big thing in Ben's life Which and Callum's totally life. Which totally admirable. And don't get me... I, I yeah, She appeared in like... Three episodes. Was it three? Just? I think it was three episodes, just about. but like, what, five scenes? Mm. And I liked Frankie as well. Yeah. Actually, I really would like her <laughs> to have done more. But we're just waiting for... This the, the Ben's hearing to go back to normal, and after that special episode they did, where we heard it from Ben's ears, apart from the background music, which Ben couldn't hear but we could. Um, now <laughs> he is actually deaf. They've not been using that stupid sound effect. Mm. And don't get me wrong, I don't want the sound effects, but if they're going to commit to something, mm. this just proves everyone saw this coming. Well, it and- was just so it was just ticking boxes, wasn't it? Really, it was, it was like another um, pamphlet waving um, storyline. Yeah, and now that's finished. It's doing all the right things in the right order having the sensational moment and then it's just like oh everything will be fine next week mm. and that's exactly what's happened and that's literally what jason <laughs> mm. and i i would not be surprised if, if eastenders are going to film from when they start filming again and the new episodes come out and they're going to actually have the this three months has passed because that'd be interesting i wonder what they're going to do with mm. that but just for this story and before we talk about that maybe if they're going to have three months past are we literally going to have ben back to normal so ben's had the operation his eardrums here. That's what I mean. And he's just going to be like, oh, hi, Le- and hi, Lexi. And Lexi will be like, hi, Dad. And he'll be like that. Ta-da! Mm. And he's just, my hearing. And back. this whole storyline where we could have seen him do the hospital appointments, seen him struggling day to day life. We didn't get any of that. We got the gangster stuff, yeah. the sound effects, Ben not telling anyone, being part of a sunken boat, all this rubbish. We mm. didn't get any of the real life stuff. And now they're saying, oh, no, it's only going to be finished. Yeah. We're not even going to get that. We've got like, what, one hospital scene where he talked to a doctor. So, uh, yeah, I just so, feel So like... we're not even going to get the bit where he actually heals. Then mm. almost... And we don't really arguably... learn anything, really. No. He did a bank heist. Well, or whatever which, it was which had nothing to which, do with his deafness mm. that bank bank heist i mean this was meant to be bank the amazing but it was like a warehouse, warehouse heist, heist sorry well, it wasn't even that it was like which a was tiny also, little room which was also pointless in the end but cause... that's my point like this they said this is this is a very important episode where you learn about how ben is feeling but we didn't really learn we learned that in the first 10 minutes maybe mm. but the rest of the episode was just a gangster heist typical EastEnders fodder. So mm. we didn't... It wasn't a special episode particularly. Okay, okay. It's not their fault that this pandemic has happened. Yeah, but they still wrote that before this happened. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, but my point is that the fallout of it now, as in the, the healing process of Ben getting his hearing back, mm. which would actually potentially be a very interesting story as well mm. with Frankie, as long as they didn't sensationalise it again, is now probably going to be thrown in the bin. Unless, unless when we do come back, which is something I want to talk to you about. So when we come back from the three-month or two-month hiatus of EastEnders, do you think they're going to say right this is they're going to do literally like a five minute quick clip scene perhaps or just like star wars when script like text scrolls across the screen saying this has happened in the last five months Mm. we might have to do it as a separate podcast i think Mm. because we've been we've been (laughs) thinking a lot in this one okay so maybe to save that for um Extra oh, so that might be a little bonus before we come back before to do the back. something yes. up again. So um, that's something for you guys to look forward to. But yeah, you can only predict so much at the moment. But <laughs> it's, that is just typical. Like, okay, we all saw this coming. At least Patrick's stroke lasted a few months. <laughs> um, 
that was it. I don't even know what, what him and Callum, nothing really happened, did it? It was basically uh, Jay say he opened up to Jay, didn't he? He opened up to Jay and Jay said, you need to stop keeping secrets from me. But he didn't really implicitly say to keep secrets from Callum. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, because that makes Ben feel guilty because he's got a secret about Jay and Lola and Peter. Ah, that's right. That's what that's it was. Right. So that's why they've done it. So now Ben Brooke, feels guilty. Ben's going to feel guilty because he's keeping something from Jay. Mm-hmm. But Jay, but, I mean, he's going to eventually tell Callum, I presume. I but Ben's so. going to tell Callum, I mean. Yeah, I hope so. I hope I hope so too because that like trouble is we just don't know. <laughs> we won't we won't ever know. <laughs> hope, hopefully we will know at some point. Yes, but... in September allegedly. Mm. Um, but there you go. That was the roundup of the week. You know what I'm going to ask you, Ben? What grade the last thirty five years? <laughs> yeah, I want the last thirty-five years graded. We always grade what, the we, whole thirty-five absolutely. years. Absolutely, we do a review C. of the year. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> I want to explain it to the listeners. At the when we do our review of the year, um, from eighty-five to the most recent ninety-three, we always grade the year to set what how good we thought it was. So I want you to do a full summing up the whole thirty-five years. What's your grade? <laughs> Um, C. Could do better. Average. Yeah. The whole 35 years? Yeah. Must have been some awful years. Yeah, but I think the good outweighs the bad. But how much? Well, I think more than a C. Okay, B minus. I'd give a B minus. There you go. We're on the same page now. Okay, so C's not that far off. Well, it's two grades higher. Oh, is it? C plus B minus. Oh, yeah, of course. That's a silly ranking, though. No, it's not. Do you want my reasons? Okay. (laughs) Because EastEnders has been continuously strong, even in its weak moments. It's still been fun to watch. Because Mm. we've... we've, we've, (laughs) When we first started this podcast, which was the Aiden stories, we still had things to talk about and we still had things to laugh about. Some months we didn't, though. We had Hayley doing the same storyline for about eight months. I mean, the John York... John John York the yeah. John York era though mm. great and we constantly say that he built the he built the empire back up ready for Kate Oates and John Sen to bring it back into <laughs> you know hopefully mm-hmm. into line we're still kind of waiting for that to happen but although it was a bit you know it was very Haley heavy it still had its moments mm-hmm. had its Mel had its yeah. Hunter and its Ray Ruby all their best bits happened when John York left though but he started it yeah, so he he pushed he pushed the cart down the hill. <laughs> That's only one year out of the thirty five, though. So yeah, but I'm saying as as an example. Oh, okay. As an example, there's been other bad years. Eighty nine. Mm. I'm surprised they're doing two thousand and eight as their iPlayer episodes. They're, well, it opens with Frank's funeral. Well, it so opens in April, but you know more you want than that. Well, do you know the reason why they open it in April? In my opinion, no, because in March is when Max gets buried alive, and they don't want to start it then. Well, they don't want to. They don't want to show. They reference it, it recently, though. So that's true. That's true. They but I don't think they want. I don't think. Well, I don't think they're ashamed of it. I just <laughs> don't think they want people to because they got in a lot of trouble for it, didn't mm. they? And also, Frank's funeral is much more iconic, isn't it? Although being buried alive is quite iconic too. <laughs> Are anyway. you done? Yes, I'm sorry. I'm rattling. Yes. Okay. Right. So we're going to go on to everyone's comments now um, for the final part of the show. And you know me. I ain't want to gossip. So, for the final time this series, I'm going to be reading out (laughs) comments on our social media, our Twitter, our Instagram, and our Facebook group, all of which the details I will tell you at the end of the podcast. But we've got loads. We've got so many. I'm just going to go for it. I'm going straight in, Ben. I'm going straight in. Don't stop me. At Chloe Oriel on our Twitter says, The Carters are well within their rights to sell the Vic to Phil as A, it's for Linda's actual health and well-being, and B, Sharon and Phil have broken up and got back together about 786,543 times. Very precise. Mm -hmm. You read the number correctly as well, and like pretty Patel. (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) Political. (laughs) So So it's fair to see this latest spat as a blip on the radar. That's true. They do get back, break up, get back all the time. So mm. it's almost becoming a bit tiring, some might say. <laughs> Although, don't forget, there's no love like the Mitchells. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
at Sharon Watts, two S's, don't get it wrong, said, Mitch will probably win back Karen. Dottie doesn't deserve it. Ian needs to accept responsibility for what he has done. Time to tell Sharon. Linda should back out of the deal with Phil and hopefully offer it to Sharon. <laughs> and Ian can buy it for her out of guilt. It's like she knew it was mm, happening. That was clever. Mm. I must say Dottie's being very hypocritical. All the things she's doing. Yeah, I know. Nothing on what Ian did. Ian mm. didn't even do anything wrong. Well, Sophie Voyle... Mm-hmm. would agree with you on our Facebook group it says even though Dottie bribed Ian for a bit I think that calling the police on her was a bit step too far nah I like to get her in line those cottons They'll take advantage <laughs> if you don't Jennifer McLaughlin on our Facebook says I don't know where this mean size of Mitch has come from I mean apart from when he stole the money off of Ted <laughs> you forgot about that I didn't Ugh, he's been written as being an alright bloke seems a bit out of character to me yeah, they just don't know what to do with him. It feels a bit like they've got him and they have to use him, but they don't really know what to do. Mm. <laughs> He's like, kind of one of them, isn't he? I'd rather if he was a bit of a dodgy guy. I wish they, if they were going to make just him commit. dodgy, make it, yeah, commit to it. I think that's, that's the moral of this year of EastEnders. Mm. Commitment. Yeah. More commitment, please. At knee underscore lamb says, is it Gray's car that Ben took to the warehouse job? Yes. But there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it was. That's why he couldn't tell Grey. But this is what he's saying. He said, surely Grey would realise that on his sat-nav, it would be the warehouse in the middle of the night. Mm. If Grey just Googled the warehouse or search-wise, the warehouse. Search-wise, that's there's, a good reference. <laughs> there's the um, article about the warehouse being robbed that night. So he could put, if he's a solicitor, he yeah. could put two and two together. I mean, he found a hole in the roof, in Whitney's room. Exactly, within seconds. <laughs> within seconds, so... He probably thinks Chantel did a robbery with Kirit. <laughs> surely it's not out of the realms of possibility mm. coming from at green 198 green says i'm so happy about ian and sharon but it would be weird to see mick popping into the vic for a pint and being served by someone else true words true true word never spoken <laughs> Brittany page sorry if i said your name wrong said not being funny but dotty had overdosed bobby and bobby said he hated her so why should she care dotty also nearly killed beck on the boat so she should sympathise with Ian. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like, Dottie's not really whiter than white in this no. equation, is she? So maybe she should just calm down. Although... Listen to Sonia. Yeah. Although she's caused two near deaths, Bobby and Bex. Yeah, exactly. So... So she's worse than Ian. Yeah. Well, Ian has killed... Uh, no, he didn't. He didn't kill, did he? He caused no. the... Well, he didn't even cause the death. No. He just locked him in the room, thinking <laughs> the boat would arrive not at sink. his destination. <laughs> yeah. Phil that has to, he was in, he was on the boat to murder someone. At, so no matter what happened on that boat, Phil would have ended up murdering either Keanu or Dennis. He's got blood on his hands. So Well, at Ray Mitchell 101 on Twitter mm. says the final moment was amazing and a great ending, but I'm completely baffled as to how filming just happened to stop at that moment. <laughs> I they think, didn't. No. <laughs> no. They they've got a few half episodes filmed, but they I'm guessing they'll just scrap them. Yeah, they need to start from the beginning <clears throat> now. This is it. This mm. start continuity would just go mental. Because Coronation Street are using old scenes and mixing them in with new scenes and <laughs> yes. they just think the public aren't going to notice it well they? the boss has openly said the public might have an issue but I think they'll understand <laughs> so, I don't know what the character's name is but he's the police officer and he's lost like 11 stone 11 stone mm. do you not think they're going to notice like <laughs> this larger man suddenly becomes this very thin man nah it's fine no it's fine yeah forget it ah you're right no, no, half no. the character have pink hair <laughs> oh yeah now when she did an interview on the rain <laughs> At Lazy Awol said, just Ian's luck to buy a pub just before the lockdown. And poor Sharon. I know. She's there all cocky. No money She's coming in. She's about to be off for 16 weeks and no money. <laughs> 
Um, at Victory 03849700 has asked, mm-hmm. are Mick and Linda leaving the square or are they staying? Well, um, Danny Dyer has just recently committed to 10 more years, apparently. 10? That's what he said. He's there for another 10 years. <laughs> well, he's signed a 10-year contract or he no, would like to stay there for 10 years. he's committed himself for 10 years, so... Danny Dyer is basically going to be there till he dies, isn't he? Yeah, he's the new Frank Butcher. <laughs> He's the oh, new Mike Reed. Yeah, I don't mind that actually so much. <laughs> I, I quite like that. Um, you can go in the car lot. No. no. <laughs> I th- I'm worried. He'll that be m- back in the Vic. No. Well, yes, I think you're right. I think he will be. But if he doesn't, I think he's going to have a market store, uh, isn't he? Yeah. That's where he's going to head. Well, we were just moaning there's no one on the market. So I suppose it's all mm. okay. At K underscore rocks 90 says, I could really see it as soon as Sharon came back from Australia. The woman was on a mission and I had a feeling she would do one over Phil. It's the Michelle effect absolutely um we also had an exclusive question on our facebook group and did we we did and our instagram no less so not exclusive then well to two platforms oh, right. sorry anyone not on our twitter. twitter well i'm just saying if you're on our twitter but not on the other two why not <laughs> <laughs> you missed out and the question was what are you looking forward to the most when eastenders returns in september are you asking us oh you asked them. i asked them okay good. them <laughs> the, the dirty public <laughs> lots of replies to that as well including ron monterio who said sonia finding her father Mm-hmm. That's very exciting. The episode title of that podcast will be Sonia Can't Find Terry. Oh, and if it isn't, we have to <laughs> we have to apologise straight away. Uh, Amber Gregory 6605 says on our Instagram, if Ben will get his hearing back or to see if Karen and Billy will stay together, but we want more Balam. I want more Ash and Ikra. Well, so do I, actually. I want more Bernie, actually, mm. if we're going there. Well, yes, same. <laughs> Potter underscore stuff on our Instagram says Phil and Ian's relationship. I mean, that's not something we've touched on here. Phil... I know they've just... Dis- got rid of that haven't they well, they no. had such a moment a few years ago when lucy mm. died and they'd as we like the characters went in a new direction and yep. they've just undone it last week when they had that oh, i'm gonna put your head down the bog it's like i feel sink back there again well, rewinding yeah. ian's character they did that with when masood came back they rewound ian's character oh, yeah, to a Megan. comedy idiot again the ian masood comedy yeah that yeah. wasn't fun at all <laughs> they'd only just got ian in a good place as a character mm. from the death of lucy so yeah i, th- I thought that actually funny you mm. should mention that that they it was, it was nice that phil and ian had this they were never going to be best friends but they had a, a, a friendly respect for each other and like now sharon and shirley <laughs> Yeah, kind of. Like Peggy and Pat. <laughs> but it also, that's something else I was going to mention. Is, is this an opportunity for Shirley and Phil to get back together as, as well? Mm. I mean, has Shirley sold her part as well? Well, she said she's ground herself a flat. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah, because she owns half the Vic. She owns a bit of it, didn't she? Not half. I forgot about that. Yeah. But she must be using that for the flat, her flat yeah. as well. Poor Tina. She's like probably being left out, isn't she? <laughs> uh, ben Mitchell on our Facebook group says, I'm looking forward to getting my bloody hearing back. No, you're getting it. Yeah. Apparently. That easy. It Thanks. really is. And final comment from Abby underscore dot 21 on our Instagram for when EastEnders returns. Abby's looking forward to Suki maybe discovering Grey's abuse and Ian's empire being made larger by the control of the Queen Vic. Mm. One thing I was missing in that reveal is Cathy could have been sat there as well on the bar, smiling <laughs> or smirking at Phil. Drunk with a bottle mm. of wine. <laughs> Sharon, Ian and Cathy, three uh, originals. With Phil, who's also original. But well, not, well, no, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. Five years not. missing. But you know what I mean? There's, but, like, yeah. there's that kind of because it's nice actually that the, as you said at the top of the show that the final moment of series one of eastenders was ian sharon and phil mm. some kind of eastenders 
Proper East End. Proper East End, they are. Proper East End. Real East End. Real like East Peggy. End. No, yeah. Peggy's picture was in the background, wasn't it? Yeah. Will Sharon take that down? All these sort of questions we can mm. talk about in a separate podcast, I feel, because it will just run on way too long. Fair enough. And I hope you can all join all us All our for predictions that. and yes. what we want and what <laughs> we think is going to happen. Looking forward to it. Um, so... If you want to get in touch with us, we're still going to be about, we're still going to be uh, making comments as EastEnders is broadcast with the special episodes on BBC One. But We've got also, videos on YouTube every week still, every exactly. Sunday. Every Sunday we have of videos varying on YouTube. quality. <laughs> but we, we also have a backlog of loads of original videos that we've made. So just go on YouTube and look up Wolford Weekly Podcast and find us on there. Subscribe and ring the bell to get all the content on there. All your subscriptions really does help us Someone out. Someone just subscribed to our channel, by the way, which that, is weird. Shout them out, go on. Thanks, Adam Kennel. Yeah. Thanks, Adam. Nice one. You can also get in touch with us on our Twitter and Instagram. It's just at Wolford Weekly or our Facebook group. As I say, it's a, a hive of activity with lots of lovely members no, on there. No, this is off. Yeah, it's getting even more active. Um, just search Wolford Weekly Podcast on Facebook. Click to join the group and no doubt you'll be accepted immediately. Mm. We've got Secrets of the Square to look forward to, though. Yep. With uh, Stacey Dooley. Which looks actually is going to be good fun. Yeah, it looks good. And we've got the classic episodes and we've got the 2008 episodes coming on iPlayer and BBC4. <laughs> So this, you know, there's lots of EastEnders content coming. A bit coming. too much, actually, if you but, ask me. But we'd like to say to everyone, thank you so much for listening um, and being with us on this journey for almost three years. We are coming back mm. when EastEnders returns. But before then, we will be releasing content on our YouTube channel. But for podcast-wise, they may be a little bit more sporadic. So make sure you subscribe, because otherwise you won't know. <laughs> so subscribe right now. Yeah, subscribe to our podcast um, on whatever and then podcast that we release one, it will just pop up. Yeah. But this is having a very good time for us because we're moving house, so it's actually mm. the perfect timing ever to have a break. So it really yeah. is. So do forgive Bye. us. <laughs> yeah. So do forgive us because we are going on a break. But we, as I say, we will be popping in and out from time to time. Thank you. Stay safe, everyone. Yes. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. Bye.